Good morning, good evening, and good night, world. Welcome back to the Sabali Podcast. I'm your host, Deontay Nelson, and this is volume 21. Kind of had to do this over. I had some stuff recorded, and the audio was messed up, so... I'm going to be repeating myself to myself again, but it'll be the first time y'all hearing these thoughts, so they won't be as fresh and as raw, because the beginning was a little spicy, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> this podcast would have started, I was supposed to start off, there would have been a whole lot of shit talking, because <laughs> from the heat of the moment that I was feeling at the time when I was recording, originally, I got a little... I mean, got a little out of, got a little out of pocket, got a little big rare form, but but we here now. (laughs) Um, I guess to try to, I guess recapping what I was saying on the bad audio, I was talking about, um, you know, keeping yourself away from people that are just pretty much finger pointers, like. If somebody's just always pointing the finger at why they're not successful at something or successful in an area, like if their main reason for not being successful is somebody else's fault, but it's never their own fault, you know, you need to keep a a good distance between you and those type of people. Because ain't nothing worse. I mean, like, the prime example, like everybody knows, like if you play ball, in high school, whatever, there was at least one guy in school that was like, that didn't make the team, but he was like, yeah, I didn't make the team, but it was because the coach didn't like me. Like, excuse me. Like, everybody knows that guy. And, you know, whenever you see that guy in real life now, like in the real world, that guy or girl, you know, you keep yourself away from that person. Because, like, they can't take responsibility for their own failures or downfalls. You know what I mean? And that ain't that ain't how life works. Like, you know, you got to be responsible. You, you got to take the good with the bad. And, it, and the ugly shit. You know, you got to you gotta hold that stuff down, man. Especially when it's it's your life, because like if nobody's out here forcing you to do anything, if nobody's out here, you know, forcefully just taking something from you every day, like if you have the option to make decisions, you know, thinking for yourself freely, you know, every decision you make, good or bad, start and ends with you know, you, I mean, even if it, even if it doesn't start with you sometimes, it can definitely end with the decision you make, you know, in whatever situation that might be, but yeah, stay away from finger pointers, man. The day I stopped pointing fingers was the day I really started to find myself and start truly being happy with myself and things around me because 
the older I get, the more I, I, I see that, you know, I'm really just a simple-ass person. And, like, by simple, I mean, like, I don't need, I don't need a lot of stuff to be happy. Like, I, like, I honestly could be happy just living in, like, a, a, a small city, big town type place. You know, as long as it's just, like, got good resources there of stuff like I'll be I'll be fine honestly like I don't need I don't need a big crazy house I don't need to live in like a big big city like it's not something I desire I desire to be somewhere home feeling and being around my family like that's what I desire like I just don't need all the flashy shit. Like, I don't need all the the fancy name brand clothes. Like, I was a quote-unquote sneakerhead at one point in my life before I had kids. But, you know, I knew that was a, a just a, a phase I was going through. I was like, you know, and it, I knew it was, in the back of my head, I knew it was equity. I knew it was money. That, like, you know, if I ever fell on hard times, I could just sell these damn shoes and I'll be straight. You know, and that's you know, that's exactly what I did. I needed money, you know. I needed extra money to do something I really, really wanted to do. And I was like, "Whoop! This is what this time was made for." Time to start selling these damn shoes, and sure enough, that's exactly what I did. And people thought I was joking because I had so many shoes. I was just stockpiling shoes, wasn't even wearing them. I was just like, and for me, it was just the hunt of finding the shoe because it was just. It was just like, you know, I want to find a certain particular shoe that I know I just can't go inside the mall here in town and just go pick up. I want to find something rare. You know, but like once I would find a shoe, I just throw it in the shoe closet, shelf it, and on to the next next hunt of finding the next shoe. You know what I mean? And like that's when I was, see, I was in, I was, I was 25, I had, no real, real bills like that. It's, you know, I, when I got my own first place, I mean, I had I, I had extra money just left over, so I was buying shoes out the wazoo for no reason. But, I mean, once the time came for them shoes to be gone, oh, they were gone. And people hit me up like, yo, you still got them shoes? No, I man, I sold them. Like, I, even now, like, I still got, I got the shoes that I, I'll, constantly would wear but like even then I'm been giving those to my nephews because like I don't wear them I don't wear them no more I, I can't honestly I don't have the time to like once I'm you know what I mean I'm in my work boots all day for work but once I get home I'm in my slides I barely put on shoes if it only time I really really put on shoes when it's raining or something outside but outside of that man is right to the Nike flip flops don't need much man I just need good good food you know good people and just good energy you know, I need my, my mind my head space to be in a good space I don't really need all the, the I don't need the material stuff cause it 
don't it don't change it don't change nothing for me. I mean, being you know having money is great. You know, being financial financially stable is great. But like, if if me being financially better is going to cause me to like. sacrifice my my happiness and like the money ain't worth it like it ain't worth it at all not to me you know cause money I heard a guy say the other day that you know like money is infinite and time is not you know then like that's That's, that's that's deep. Like you know, people tell you that you know time is money, but that ain't that ain't true at all. Like you know, money going money's always gonna be there because you know just how the world like you know works off of that. But you know, but time ain't always gonna like you can't you can't buy time back. Like you, you know, time is here, and then it's it's gone. So like. That's a big thing of mine as well. Like, I don't like feeling like I'm wasting my time. Like, I have no problem, like, going through something and then not working out in my favor, you know. I don't think that's wasting time, you know. I think, you know, there's a there's a lesson in everything. If you, if you really search for it and look for it, you can find a lesson in pretty much everything you go through. But if I go through something... And I don't learn nothing from it, good or bad, then that's when I feel like I wasted my time. And I don't like that feeling. And I know when I'm wasting my time. And I say that a lot, you know. Especially, like, you know, when I get into arguments with my partnership. Like, oh, I'm wasting my time. Like, a nigga don't really mean he's wasting his time. He's just saying something because, you know, a nigga be in his feelings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, emotions running high but like you know I know I'm, I'm I know for a fact I'm not wasting my time with her not even close to that you know it's just you know we, we humans god damn it and working on ourselves and trying to work on us at the same time and it it gets challenging and I don't want to get in the, the way of anybody's way to being whatever they want to be in life. You know, you gotta like I I don't want to f- control anybody. I don't want to feel like I'm trying to control somebody. I want people to be who they want to be. But also, you know, you know, just we can be together and we can work. But I don't want to. St- I don't want to hold nobody back because I feel like shit. Because I know how that feels to be held back, you know, and made made to feel like you was wrong for wanting to progress. And I don't want to do that to nobody. Cause that's 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 fucked up. <laughs> like that ain't love. Like to to selfishly hold somebody back because you're not ready to to progress as a person your own like that ain't that ain't cool but 
Yeah, man. Got to move away from the, the finger pointers. I don't have a actual term or to call them yet, but like to, we're just gonna call them finger pointers. You know, can finger pointers be the ones be who be envying you the most, but be the closest to you. Honestly, like you gotta watch that friend that's always like saying something. Like giving you like mad backhanded compliments, or like just giving you a compliment with like an extra like you know sass on the end of it. It's like you just couldn't give me a compliment, compliment, bro. Like what? What was that for? I mean like somebody like they'll look at you and see what you're wearing. Like look at him, he fresh. He always gotta be the freshest one when we come out. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like I got myself dressed because this is what I want to wear. Like. Appreciate what you got on too, dude. Like, appreciate yourself. Stop looking at me. It's getting weird now. <laughs> it's getting weird. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody don't, you know, somebody don't like value themselves, then they gonna definitely look at you and, and be envious in some way because you don't feel like you trying to up them. When really, you just like, this is all I had in my closet. <laughs> like, this is what I had that was clean. Dudes do that way more than what they realize. Like, man, like, a dude just can't give a dude a compliment without trying to, like, you know, make it somewhat competitive. And that's goofy. That's real goofy, honestly. Like, if bro, just say what you're going to say and leave it at that. <laughs> like, we, we ain't got to be competing all the time. I mean, I'm competitive by nature because, you know, growing up playing sports and shit, but, like, I'm not, I'm not super uber competitive in everything. Like, people like that are psychos. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, Kobe Bryant was like that. Like, they said Kobe Bryant would, like, want to make a, a competition out of everything. Like, even if y'all sitting there at the dinner table eating, eating he'll be like, I bet y'all can eat faster than you. You bet I finish this food before you do. Like, bro, what? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna be competing with you to, to finish a plate. You know, take your extracurricular competitive ass on somewhere. I mean, but that's what made him great. But like that, also like, you know, thankfully he did channel that 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 craziness pretty much that he had to sports because he could have easily channeled that to something negative been out here doing mad horrible shit and you know, thank god he didn't but like I'm not that person like I don't have to be first in everything and I don't care to be first in everything as long as I'm first in just like loving who I am I, I'm pretty satisfied after that hey we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back so, you know, coming from the background, you know, family that I come from, um, my family wasn't rich or financially wealthy by any means. Um, we were like, I guess, I don't know, like lower middle class area, I guess, or high, low class, I don't know, but we were somewhere between like 
not super duper uberly poor, but we wasn't like really, really well off living either. Like, you know, like shit, I can remember being a kid and living back home in Chicago and fucking when the goddamn cable got cut off, I can remember my like family members going up the 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 pole and having illegal, illegal cable and shit like that. But like, um, I didn't know nothing about anything. I didn't know nothing about credit until I was like 19. Like, um, I went to this car dealership and like, all I knew is that I had some, I had some cash in my pocket. I had like, I had probably said about like four or $500, whatever, you know, back when I was 19, that was a whole lot of money to me. But I saved some money in my pocket, and I know I had been at my job for three years at that point, and it was the summertime. I was working two jobs at the time. Like, I had, my, like, my, my full-time job, and also had, like, a summertime job. And uh, I was like, I might as well get me a new car, you know, because I, I really wanted a BMW. You know, thank God I didn't get that thing, because I knew nothing about the upkeep and maintenance on a foreign vehicle at that time, and it was way out of my 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 budget at 19 years old. I didn't know no better. I just know I wanted a car. So I went to this, this car dealership and I remember like it was yesterday. It was a black BMW 325i. I was like, yeah, I want it. You know, I test drove it and all that other stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I went through the whole spiel and I was going through the um, application process. The first thing you know that, you know, the dealership person asked you, like, you know, what's your What's your credit score? And like I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, credit. I was like, I don't. I was like, I ain't got credit. I got like got cash, but I ain't got credit. He's like, yeah. He's like, but you know, what's your credit score? He's like, you know, that helps. You know, that plays a big part. You know, when you getting approved for a loan and stuff. I'm like, I ain't got no credit. And like, one of the things I learned right then and there was that, and just from that, you know, the gentleman that that taught me, he was like, you know, he was like, it's really hard to get somebody into a vehicle that don't have no credit against someone that has bad credit. Cause you know, if you, if you got bad credit, that just mean like you had credit at a certain point and you know, but like, if you don't have no established credit, like nobody wants to give you a start. And that's the dumb thing about credit because all credit is showing that you can borrow money and pay it back. That's, that's all it is. And at that time, at 19 years old, I didn't have no established credit. So I didn't end up getting a car, but I did establish a relationship with the uh, the car salesman that I had met. And, like, and still to this day, like, we, like, I'll go by his work and I'll see him and speak to him, you know, occasionally. But um, from that point on, every time I was getting a car deal, um. I'll go take the deal by him, you know, let him look over it, you know, see if there was something he could help me improve on on a deal or something like that. And he'd be more willing to help. And I've never bought not one car from this gentleman, but, you know, yeah, he always looked out for me. If you ever, if you want to, if you live in, you know, Evansville and you want to know who he is, his name is Dave Lowry. He works at um, D. Patrick BMW on uh, Green River Road. And um, one of the most, and like, you know, I'm like, Car salesmen, especially used car salesmen, have a really bad rap. But like, this man has not gotten a penny from me, and he's been very instrumental in my life when it comes to cars and deals with cars. 
since I first met him when I was 19 years old. And just because he was like, you know, he don't want to see me get done dirty. Not because he was just trying to make a sale. But, um, so like I've been, I've been knowing about credit because I've been using my credit and helping in hurting my credit since I was 19. But, um, I've been learning more about, um, ownership of like houses and that was something I was always really big against. I was like, I don't want to be, you know, cause I always thought like, I want to own no house. I want to be tied to no house, but that's not what that means at all. You know, um, been learning more about investing, you know, about stocks and bonds and, um, just a lot of stuff, man, that black people aren't, aren't taught and that most kids that go to just public schools aren't taught in public schools and it's like this is really important stuff that people should know about and um, yeah I, I just know the more that I learn about it I mean just like just like anything else I learn about I want to share it and you know pass it on to the next individual hope they you know keep that chain reaction going but yeah like I can I can definitely say that I am most definitely um, illiterate when it comes to like finances and stuff and like it's just like pretty much just being told the lies that I was told because you know that's what my people were told and you know that's what they that's what they thought was the truth but like that's not the truth at all like just having money just I mean having money put aside is great of course like you know in case of certain things but like just having like a bunch of money just sitting in like a bank account is like one of the dumbest things you could probably do and like it took for me to like have to go out and search for this information you know to find it you know dealing with finances stuff and I wasn't just it wasn't just handed down to me like how some people might have that you know passed down through their families and like you know people in having stock and stuff when they're like seven years old and shit because you know their grandmama taught them how to invest in stock and stuff at a young age like this is all the things that I want I want my kids to be you know savvy when it comes to financing and money and how to handle money and stuff like that because I I'm just now really getting a a grasp of it like you know I I worked at the post office and had a savings like a like a I don't know like a savings account pretty much that was just like taking some bit of money out of my check you know each time I got paid whatever but like then I left the post office and they would send me mail from that from that savings account I didn't know and I was like I don't I ain't working I'm on care but then one day I actually was going through my mail and I just opened up I was like let me just look at this thing and you know and it was just like I opened it up and I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, I really don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. All I know is that like, yeah, I got some money somewhere, but like I really don't know what this shit means. And when I was looking at the paper, I was just getting pissed off. And I was like, I wasn't really mad at myself or anybody in particular because it's like, yo, I just wasn't talked about this stuff. Like, cause I don't know nobody in my immediate family that was talking about 401k plans and shit like that. So I'm looking like all right, I gotta learn about this shit because this is this is not acceptable. <laughs> like, I I gotta figure this out. So like, my kids get to this age and they got a job and they got a, whatever they want to be doing and they got you know these type of accounts set up. I want them to know what they're looking at when they open up this piece of paper. 
and they don't have this feeling I just had sitting here feeling like a dumb fuck like yo I really don't even know what the fuck really like I I read it I can read I'm reading them I'm like yo I don't know what this stuff really technically means like I don't know off the back of my hand like oh okay I know what this means so I was like I gotta change that and that's definitely some I'm I'm gonna be heavy into here in the near future is just dealing with stuff with finances, just learning more about financing because I don't want to be, you know, I want to work for myself and also want to be able to make money while I'm sleeping. You know, I was listening to this podcast and I heard this guy say that, you know, in 2018 he made money in 19 different ways. And I was just so amazed by that. Like, that's that's crazy. Like, I'm trying to figure out how I can make money in two different ways this guy made money in 19 different ways i'm like that's amazing and like he was making money while he was sleeping i'm like his money was working for him he wasn't working for his money and that's the point i want to get to like it doesn't i don't need like a well okay i won't say i don't need but like i do have a, a goal set like i want to hit 100k in a year like you know before i'm 30 but I mean, that's not where it stopped. It's just a short-term goal. But, like, long-term, I want my money to, you know, spread over generations. And by doing that, I know it has to be, my money has to be working for me and me not working for my money. You know, once I get to that point, you know, you can flip that around, then I think I'll be off to a great start. But it all started with, with, with knowledge, man, and knowing things and just being well-educated on stuff, man, and you know, as black people, you know, we're very, very behind on certain things, especially when it comes to financing and property and ownership of stuff. Like, you know, somebody can have a, a $80,000 car, but, you know, but it's in their mom name because they, you know, getting their money an illegal way or like, I don't know, you got multiple cars and, but, you know, you, I don't know, it's just... We put our money in a lot of stuff that that devalue and not stuff that values, and that's where that's where it gets messed up at. But yeah, we're gonna. I'm definitely gonna be talking about. You know, I'm not gonna be nobody's financial aid or anything like that, but I'm definitely gonna be just sharing more stuff about that I learned as I'm going through this process to learn about more stuff about finance because it's, it's very important. And uh, and the information is out there for us. We just got to go find it. You know, we got to go out there actually looking for it and wanting this information and needing this information. But it is for damn sure out there for us to grab and get a hold of. Hey, guys, we're going to take one last break and then we're going to wrap up this week's episode. Hmm. Well... All right, man, that was another episode of the Sabali Podcast. You know, I, again, appreciate everyone in that that uh, tunes in and listen to my, my ass talk, man. It's um, appreciated as always. Never take it for granted. You know, um, I enjoy doing this. You know, it it's something I look forward to doing, you know, on a week-to-week basis. Um it's just going it's definitely going to get get bigger at some point but 
I'm cool with I'm cool with it just cause like it's it's something I enjoy doing. But um Y'all be safe out here in this world, man. But until next week, uh, live, learn, share, and repeat. You know what I mean? And uh, live your life, man. Live your life for yourself. You know, love yourself. And uh, can't nobody make you as happy as your own self, man. And don't take yourself for granted. Be easy, one.